It was Rumi who said, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Welcome to the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and I'm so excited that you're here. The Plan B CRNA podcast is the only show made specifically for nurse anesthetists who are exploring options outside of their traditional career paths. This is the place to expand your mind and your goals as we uncover new ways to produce side income together. The mindset that we bring to any situation plays a key part in overcoming challenges and really enjoying our unique paths in life. On Thoughtful Thursdays, I like to explore emotional topics that are relevant to CRNAs and other providers. I think of this as my therapy, and I hope you learn some tips and tricks that you can use along your own journey. This episode is brought to you by OnCall Capital. OnCall Capital is dedicated to educating CRNAs and other healthcare providers about investing outside of the traditional stock market. OnCall Capital also provides opportunities for you, yes, you, to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today. And now on with the show. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursdays on the Plan BCRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones. And as always, I like to start these episodes off with a quote that gets me thinking. Author Brene Brown wrote in her book, Rising Strong, that vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not weakness. It's our greatest measure of courage. Now, this is the 50th episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast, and it has been quite a ride for the last several months. I've met so many wonderful people doing such amazing things. Guests have come on to the show and shown me their own vulnerability through stories about imperfections and triumph through tough times and hope for the future. But if I'm being honest, I have mixed emotions when it comes to the subject of vulnerability. I've been pretty vulnerable on these Thoughtful Thursday episodes, and I'll continue doing just that because I believe it sheds a light on important topics. Vulnerability is about showing up and being seen after all, but that hasn't made it easy. I am still terrified that somebody's going to hear something that I say and cast judgment. And yeah, it's silly. I mean, there are only a few people in the world that have a real say in my own happiness, but I'm still forced to examine the emotions that I deeply associate with being myself around others on a regular basis as a result of hosting this. So what are the emotions that you think of when revealing intimate aspects of yourself to others? Perhaps you feel weakness or fear. Maybe you worry about being hurt or betrayed. These types of emotions can lead you to close yourself off, putting up a wall around you. I did this for a long time, failing to really open up in my own relationships with family and and friends. Uh, I couldn't appreciate either when someone else would open up to me. But we have always been vulnerable creatures. I think of my own son who just started second grade. He is sweet, funny, and kind. And yeah, yeah, I know everybody says that about their own kids. But, you know, he's the most outgoing of my three kiddos, and he's also the most outwardly emotional. His two sisters like to paint their own nails, and naturally, he wants to do the same. I mean, seriously, what's the harm in a six-year-old boy painting his nails different colors? Who cares, right? But he's been remote learning for a year and a half now, and I fear for him when he starts school this year. 
What happens when the boys in class pick on him? He's a year younger. He's the shortest in his class. I know that he's going to get picked on. I worry that he's going to begin to abandon his true self by shoving emotions down or changing himself to fit in. And, you know, it, it seems like our relationship with vulnerability is something that we are pretty acquainted with early on in childhood, but then we slowly begin to abandon over time. Before you know it, we're well into adulthood and we've forgotten the practice. So how do you turn that back around in your head to begin viewing vulnerability as an asset? For me, it's taken an awareness shift. You see, I realized that I was hiding my true self behind those barricades that I built when I was younger. And when I committed to my personal growth, I started to notice how often I was actually putting my guard up. It was Rumi who said, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. I mean, whoa, like mind blown with that. I have so many barriers that I have to work through. And for me, that process is twofold. I have to confront my own trust issues and also confront the insecurities about what others will think of me. So on the subject of trust, you just aren't as open with people who you don't trust with your vulnerability. We all have people in our lives that we are more open with, and that's generally due to years of built-in trust. Many children are innately trusting, which is why they tend to be more vulnerable with their emotions. That pendulum can start to swing too far in a different direction as they get older, and their experiences with vulnerability shape them. Now, insecurities about the things that I've done and the person I am now uh, also affect my self-esteem. It's so much harder to be open when I carry around self-doubt. I have to work to identify those emotional triggers. The next time you have the chance to be vulnerable and you begin to feel that inner resistance, ask yourself why it's happening now. Are you afraid of what the other person will think? Perhaps you're afraid to fail or just look dumb. Whatever it is, identification is important so that you can begin to feel more comfortable with being uncomfortable. So what do you stand to gain from being more vulnerable in your life? Well, number one is authenticity. Being the truest version of yourself leads to deeper, more intimate relationships with those around you. Sure, some folks in your life won't like it, but you will have a stronger emotional well-being as a result of being surrounded by those who truly support you and your path. Number two is peace of mind. Let's be honest, finding the pain points that prevent us from being vulnerable is tough work. But through the paths of healing and self-forgiveness, you begin to have a greater peace of mind in appreciating the beauty of your complete self more fully. Number three, compassion for yourself and others. When you stop holding yourself to ridiculous perfection standards and you start seeing some of the beauty within your own flaws, it's only natural to start showing more compassion to those around you. Instead of seeing the world through a judgmental lens, you find yourself giving more grace to others. And we could all use some of that right now. Now, if those are things that you find that you want, but you have trouble opening up, then maybe you just have to start with baby steps. For some folks, it's easier to share what they're thinking and feeling. Others might take a little more time. One small step is to just post more open content, uh, pictures or stories on social media. Another step is to open up to a significant other or a close friend about some of your you know, deepest fears. You can even start with small fears. It's okay. Like I said, baby steps. 
you can start to perform some self-examination by writing a letter to yourself that examines how you want to be more open and the steps that you find necessary to get there. Maybe you can list some of your own emotional triggers here. And depending at where you are on this particular process, you may want to seek out professional assistance. Counseling can work wonders in showing you how to trust the process and show grace instead of beating yourself up when things take longer than you'd hoped. As Dr. Seuss says in Oh, the Places You'll Go, I'm sorry to say so, but sadly, it's true that bang-ups and hang-ups can happen to you. Progress is not linear. So expecting that you will get to a certain point and the work will just be done is pretty unrealistic. Much of this work will become easier over time, but it's still going to be a lifelong process. Just remember, you can be flawed and vulnerable and nervous, but you can still be courageous and worthy of love and companionship. Per usual, I have a couple of links in the show notes for those who are interested in learning more about the subject. As for books, pretty much anything by Brene Brown uh, works really well. Uh, she's a powerful, powerful writer. So again, I, I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening. Uh, I met up with some friends this weekend, and they told me how much they enjoy the show. It's truly humbling to know that folks are listening and responding positively, and I've enjoyed providing a platform for other CRNAs who are doing amazing things. If you found value today, make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. And I also want to hear from you. If you have questions, comments, or topics that you'd like to cover in an upcoming podcast, make sure you rate and review on your podcast player. I check those all the time and cover those questions in future episodes. I hope you'll join me next time. This is Bobby Jones signing off. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by OnCall Capital. They are dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find On Call Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube page, where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.